Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Impala Films presents Haunted, the audio drama. Season 2, Episode 11, Divergence, Part 2 of 4, written by Jamie Evans. I don't understand why you're denying this. You were here in Forsham in 2002. I remember meeting you. You must have me confused with somebody else. I didn't do any sort of investigation in 2002. How old did you say you were back then? Seven? Easy to misremember things from that long ago. Spoken from experience? What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. What year did you leave the orphanage, James? Carl and I didn't escape the orphanage until 2006, four whole years after you claimed to have met me, Elizabeth. I guess the orphanage wasn't big on day release. Of course not. That's very annoying. Sorry. Nervous habit. You mentioned Carl. Is that Carl Trevino? I met him too. He was here with you in 2002. The last time all of this stuff was happening. Not possible. Meeting the two of you changed my entire life. I only got into this stuff because of you two. She's not lying. She's got all your books. That Carl guy too. This was during a wave of sightings of black-eyed children in the autumn. I told my mum I had seen something in the drain on the street, and you and Carl Trevino came to speak to us. My mum, she was a police officer at the time, was trying to help you with your investigation. I remember because you were the old grown-up who believed me. All the others just talked down to me or outright called me a liar. You didn't. You listened. You encouraged me to speak and tell my story. You were nice. That doesn't sound like me. Do you have any sort of proof, Miss Barson? Of course she doesn't. How can there be proof of something that didn't happen? Well, we can't be sure without verifying the claim, can we? Verifying the claim? Yes! That thing you preach endlessly when you're investigating cases. Funny, the same tenacity doesn't apply when you're the one under suspicion. Under suspicion? The fact I am your friend should be enough for you to have no doubt, to know that I am telling the truth. Yeah, I've heard a lot of bent coppers say that before. Uh, maybe we should just... 
I'm going to search the rest of the apartment. I'm staying focused on the reason we're here. James! Please, just leave me alone for a bit. Way to go, Dan. Hey, I was only doing what a good investigator should. He's been off ever since that thing with the vampires. Theo's test? Even more since Harry Batman died. Well, he's grieving. He's hiding something. Look, let's not get into this now. We need to find Gerald Hornchurch or find out what happened to him. You three, what are you doing here? Just a similar idea. cause trouble. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not all at once. Let's just start with who you are. Elizabeth Barson. Ben. Ben Cragmore. I'm Mark Pickett. And now, what are you doing here? We're making a documentary. Like Elizabeth said, there's been a history of sightings in this area. A few hours ago, we interviewed a woman named Fiona Hartley, who had an encounter with two of the children. She's now dead. Do you know how she died? Gunshot wound. Back of the head. That sounds like the case is in 2002. On the way here, we've been researching the town. There's a lot written about the sightings in 2002. You say you were there? I was seven. I wasn't involved heavily or anything, but I definitely saw one of the kids. Tell us. It was late autumn, so it got dark early. I was, uh, well, I was into singing as a kid. I was part of the school choir. You were? Yes, and I don't want to say any more on that, okay? Anyway, we were doing a recital one evening after school. All the parents were gathered in the sports hall and a group of kids were up on stage singing. I wasn't up for another couple of songs, I was just waiting my turn over by this window that overlooked our playground. I was staring out, daydreaming or whatever, when I saw this kid standing there all on his own by the swing set. I couldn't really make out any features, but I'd have said he was a boy around my age. Don't ask me how, but somehow I could tell that he was staring at me. I pressed my face up to the glass, trying to see him more clearly. Then he moved forward towards me, but it was unnatural. It wasn't like he took a step, more like he glid across the floor, just close enough that the glow from the building illuminated his features. And? And his skin was a pale, ashen grey, his eyes these dark, bottomless pits. I was, of course, scared out of my mind. I screamed the place down, but in the short time it took for a teacher to be by my side, the boy was gone. Fucking hell. That sounds intense. It was. Not long after that, there was the big fire at the mill and the, sight- and the sightings dried up for a long time after that. Ten or twelve children were found dead in the wreckage and a further eight witnesses were found dead with gunshots at the back of their head. No one was ever caught. And you were the only witnesses not killed? That's right. I guess even the killer had too much moral fortitude to murder a seven-year-old. That still doesn't explain what you're doing here in this apartment. The man who lives here, Gerald Hornter. He's caused quite a stir over the last week, talking to people about black-eyed children. Today he called the station multiple times, saying that somebody was trying to kill him. How do you lot know about that? Um... Oh, fuck. Guys, if you tell me the truth right now, then nobody is in trouble. Okay? I, um... I have a radio. Police radio. And she impersonated an officer? Oi! Ah, uh, sorry, Elizabeth. I, I don't do well when faced with authority. What authority? He isn't even a real policeman. Well, actually... Oh, yeah? Since when did police officers investigate ghouls and ghosts? <sighs> Gullible ones, apparently. How did you get here? So far, you haven't told us anything. 
Gerald Hornchurch called us, left this delightful message on my phone. Uh, he hello? I I'm trying to reach Abigail Corbin. Miss Corbin, I, I understand via the grapevine that you're in contact with uh, um, Mr. James Hunter. Uh, please, I beg of you, if you have any contact with him, please tell him he must come to Forsham immediately. My name is Gerald Hornchurch, and it is imperative that I speak to him as soon as possible. In person, please, uh, tell him. Tell him I have answers about Project Indigo. What's Project Indigo? Yeah, we'll worry about that. Anyway... That's how we got here. We found this address registered in his name, but by the time we showed up, it looked like this. And no sign of Hornchurch? None. So he could still be alive? What? I'm being optimistic. It's possible, but someone tore through this place and... Abigail, come look at this. Go. I think I'm persona non grata for the time being. Elizabeth, you said you have evidence about James being here in 2002. Can you show me? It's at my house. Great, let's go. We'll take you two boys home on the way. Dan, you can't be serious. Uh, look, friend or not, I'm following a lead, like a good investigator does. Come on, Abby, you know that something is off here just as much as I do. The math just doesn't add up. What 18-year-old still lives in an orphanage? I didn't want to admit it. Speaking it aloud seemed like an act of blasphemy to me. What Dan said was true. Something doesn't add up when it comes to James. Elizabeth claims James was here in 2002. James is 35 now, which would have made him 18 back then. Like Dan said, why would he still been in an orphanage at 18? <sighs> Ever since what happened back at the tower, Dan is convinced that James is hiding something malicious. An idea put into his head by that mystery woman he's been talking to. I don't think that. I was there when James snapped at the tower when he killed Theo. That wasn't James. Not my James. I think there's a different explanation for this. I just don't know what. Abigail, hurry up. Coming! Where are you? Back bedroom. Bloody hell, what is that? Don't touch it. But what is it? I'm not sure yet. This is James Hunter recording notes from apartment 217 Arrow Heights. Apartment belongs to a Mr. Gerald Hornchurch, though currently we're unable to locate the man. The apartment has been completely trashed. For once the phrase a tornado has been through here is not hyperbole. Everything not bolted down has been upended. The floor is strewn with the man's possessions. The most interesting find, however, is in the back bedroom. There's only one small window here, perhaps big enough to squeeze a child through, but certainly not big enough for an adult. The window is open, and it appears as though a black fluid has spilled in from the outside. The windowsill and the wall beneath are stained black. It almost looks like some sort of fungus reaching out with tendril-like appendages. It appears to have a sticky consistency. If I look out onto the window ledge, I can see what appears to be... Ugh. Oh, it smells terrible. Uh, coated in the black substance, stuck to the ledge outside, is what appears to be the half-digested remains of a pigeon. Gross. So what eats pigeons? What eats pigeons and then vomits up black goo? Oh! Anacondas regurgitate their dinner so they can swallow it again later. So your suggestion is anaconda. Demon anaconda? Whoa! Did you see that? I did. The tendrils of the strange substance seem to be growing. 
Abigail and I have just seen them move. Uh, quick, pass me the, uh, there, that coat hanger. Pass it to me. Don't touch it, will you? I won't. I'm just going to poke it. Be careful. Incredible. It's rotting the plaster. The wall is losing its structural integrity. What on earth could do something like that? Nothing I've ever seen before. We should get out of here. We need to get somebody in to look at this. If it spreads too far, the entire building may be in danger of coming down. Oh, I don't... I don't feel so good. What's wrong? I don't know. I... Abigail, what is it? I don't know. My head started hurting and, and now I feel sick. You feel cold. Uh, here, take my coat. You love this coat. Are you sure? Of course. Here, hold it tight. Look after it. I want it back. Thank you. Don't mention it. James? Yeah? Elizabeth is pretty insistent that you were here in 2002. She's mistaken. How could I have been here in 2002? I was still in the orphanage back then. You would have been 18 years old in 2002, James. I thought you didn't leave until 2006. I didn't. Carl and I escaped and ran away together. We worked together for a few years and then parted ways. I spent ten years on my own, writing books on the paranormal phenomenon, until I became disillusioned with the idea that is what I know to be true. Elizabeth must have her dates wrong. Can we drop this now, please? James, there's something I didn't tell you. Something that I probably should have. What's that? A few months ago, the pub crawl we did when I went back in time, one of the first things I did was to try contacting you. The old you. Back then. From 2018. <laughs> Man, that's confusing. And? James, I called your flat and Carl answered the phone. You spoke to Carl in 2018? Not really. He picked up the phone and as soon as I recognised his voice, he hung up. I thought you hadn't seen him for years until that night at the Para-X convention last year. I hadn't. He answered your phone. Abigail, what are you saying? Do you think I'm lying to you? Well, none of it makes sense, James. That's not what I asked. Do you trust me, Abigail? I want to know the truth. I am telling you the truth. The only truth I know. What does that mean? It doesn't add up. I... Easy. Easy. Take it easy. I want to get you away from this apartment. I'm feeling a bit better now. I just think it was that stuff. It, it made me feel so sick. We need to find out what it is and where our dear Mr Hornchurch has gotten to. That is, if you'd still like to come with me. I will. You know I will. And I do trust you, James. I just wonder if you can trust yourself. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This the right place? Yes, thank you. I'd still like to talk to James again. Like I told you, maybe later. You don't need to talk to me like I'm a child. Liz, let's go. I'm not talking to you like you're a child. I'm talking to you like somebody who's already seen what happens when you associate with James Hunter and doesn't want it to happen to you too. Come on, Elizabeth. Can you stop that? Sorry. You said you had proof about James being here in 2002. Inside. I can get it for you in two minutes. All right, go on then. If you let me help on the investigation... Oh, absolutely not. Why not? Because it could be dangerous. Oh no, it might be dangerous. I could never let a small, delicate girl like you get involved in this. This is a matter for a big, strong man. Uh, Don't say it like that. This isn't an I'm a man and you're a woman thing. This is an I'm an officer of the law and you're a civilian thing. Why are you so desperate to prove James is lying? It's not that I'm desperate. Is he dangerous? I... he might be. Then why are you hanging around him? I'm protecting somebody I... Somebody important to me. Okay. Wait here. I'll be right back. (sighs) You two boys wait here. I'm going to get some fresh air. Jesus Christ, that kid with the light is annoying. Eliza, it's me. I need you to call me back as soon as you can. Whatever secrets you think I can't handle or you're trying to protect me from, it ends now. I'm ready to listen to what you have to say. All of it. Anything. I'm in a town called Forsham. There's a guy here who claims to know about Project Indigo. People are dead, and there is a girl here who says she has proof that James Hunter was here in 2002, four years before he should have left the orphanage. You were right. Nothing about his life adds up. And now I'm worried for Abigail's safety. 
please just call me back. You okay? Yeah, yeah, I was just getting a bit cramped inside with your friends. Tall lad, does he have to keep flicking his lighter like that? Uh, he's not hurting anyone. Here, look at this. What is it? Open the envelope. They're photos I got developed from my old Kodak back in 2002. I was a little late making the switch to digital, admittedly. Uh, these are just photos of kids messing around. Well, of course they are. Give a seven-year-old a camera. What do you think they're going to take pictures of? Here. It's one of the last ones. Here, look. I took this one from my dining room. That's my mum. She's in the police. She's a superintendent now, but she was just an officer back then. The two men she's talking to are... James and Carl. They were both here. He lied to us. They came to investigate the current sightings, but they couldn't find anything. The sightings ended with the fire at the mill and the death of the witnesses. They left town just after that. I bet they did. All those witnesses were killed by a gunshot to the head, right? That's right. Fucking hell. If there's two things I know about Carl Trevino, it's that he loves shooting people and setting things on fire. He does? Last year, he both shot me and trapped me in a burning church. So, not a good guy then? No. I bet he was behind the deaths in 2002 and again this year. I bet if we look hard enough, we'll even find evidence that he's in town right now. Are you sure you're not leaping a bit? Listen, you really want to help me? Yes. You and your documentary crew. I need you to take this photo with you and ask if anybody has seen Carl Trevino. If you find anything, call me. Here, give me your phone. Okay, you've got my number. If you get even a sniff of him, call me. Do not approach him under any circumstance. Do you understand? But what if... No, no, no. Under any circumstance. Capiche? Got it. One last thing. Give me the radio. Huh? The police radio you have. Give it to me. I may need to listen in on what's happening. It's just that, you know, I'm not supposed to... I won't tell your mum where I got it from and you'll get it back. Okay. Here, it's already set to the right channel. Thanks. Remember, call me. Feeling better? A little. My head still hurts, though. That'll pass too, I expect, once we leave the building. You think something in there is triggering it? The black slime you found in Hortchurch's apartment? I think it's a possibility. It wouldn't be the first time something unusual has triggered sickness for you. Hang on. Are you telling me you think I might be psychic? Have I ever told you that you have a habit of jumping to fantastical conclusions? I don't think there's been a day since we met that you haven't told me that. Oh. Well, you do. I don't think that you've suddenly been bequeathed with psychic powers, no. I think that since your infection with the signal, you have a sensitivity to things that originate from the abyss. You're saying you think it changed me? Abigail, you were at the very brink. You straddled the line between life and death when you were in Halliday's machine. I don't think you can live through something like that and not be changed. You're probably right. I just... I guess I never thought of it that way. Is this the one? Yes, 317. Should be the apartment directly above Hornchurches. Have you decided what cover we're going with? Uh, I was going to wing it. That's the style. Allow me. Hello. Hi. 
This is Mr Plant and I'm Miss Cooper. We're with the Building Safety Inspectors. Building Safety? May we come in? Thanks. Oh, um, sure. Come in. Thank you. Could you take us to the back bedroom, please? Why? We need to look out the window, please. It's very important. Um, okay. Right through here. Excuse the mess. I wasn't expecting company. Oh, it's no worry. You should see the state of this one's place. Here you go. Um, why are you kicking the wall? Uh, Checking for any damage. You haven't noticed any deterioration of the plaster, have you? Wall hasn't gone soft. What are you talking about? James, I mean, Robert, look at this. You can see the ledge of Gerald's window. Look, the black goo. There are spots of it coming up the building and onto the ledge. Meaning something climbed right up the side of a sheer wall. Fantastic. Are you on about the bloke in the flat below? Do you know him? Maybe said hello once or twice. He's always been quiet mostly, but the last week he's been noisy as hell, especially earlier. There was a banging and a crashing like you wouldn't believe. If you go down there, can you ask him to keep down the goddamn racket? We'll get right onto that. Is there any other information you can give us about him? Any other information? Yes. Why? Just just the company taking an interest. Safety in that. What she said. Right. Um, he keeps himself to himself mostly, works long hours, sometimes doesn't come home for days at a time. Where is it that he works? I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I know he catches a train in the mornings, an early one. I've seen him sometimes when I go jogging. Where's the train station? It's on Lingard Avenue. Um, it's about ten minutes east of here. Thank you. Wait, Lingard? Yeah. Why? Nothing. Just sounds familiar. Come on, Abigail. Wait! What about the building safety? Are there any problems? Oh, about that. I'd call your landlord and have them come and look at the black goop downstairs. Wouldn't want the building collapsing on you. What? Will they be okay? They'll be fine. Just to be safe. (coughs) Oops. Silly me. I guess next stop train station. Next stop train station. Excuse me. Hello, sir. How may I help? My name is Dan Cowell. Here's my badge. I'm a visiting officer from Greenvale, providing assistance on the Hartley case. Can you please tell me if they've brought Fiona Hartley's body in yet? It's been delivered to the morgue, sir. No autopsy completed as of yet, though. That's okay. I'd like to speak to the mortician anyway. Can you direct me? Um, sure. The elevator at the back. Take it to B2 and then it is the second room on your right. Thank you. Hello, sir. You asked me to call you if anything out of the ordinary happened. And Mr. Dan Cowell has just arrived. Officer through Greenvale. That's right. The morgue, sir. Thank you, sir. Hello? Anybody here? Out to lunch. Cute. 
Hope they don't mind if I help myself. <sighs> Fuck, that's cold. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Scarborough, Gascoigne, Hartley. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gunshot to the head, just like she said. Clean wound, execution style. It's gotta be him. It's gotta be Carl. Well, well, well. Fancy seeing you here, Daniel. Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter, Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin, and Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring... Mark Smith. Michael Heath. David Anthony Green. Haunted, the audio drama is created by Jamie Evans, with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next exciting chapter of Haunted, the audio drama. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.